I have no strong opinion if it's true or false. <laughs> yeah. The dish sounds very interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I would be pretty su- Actually, you know, now that I'm thinking, I'm like, Soups could have invented that dish. Yeah. So I think this one is not going to come down to, can I remember? Because let's be real, we can't. No. It's going to come down to, do the other ones sound more possible? That's it. Well, do you know Canada's national dish? Maple syrup? Hello and welcome to this episode of I Should Have Known, the trivia game show that can't be trusted. Each week, one of our quiz masters will present you with four facts about a topic, but one of those facts is a lie. And for this month, we are putting the spotlight on Asia. So we'll be doing episodes celebrating the many countries and cultures of the world's largest continent. And to start out, our quiz master this week is Soups. Hi. And he's going to be presenting you with four facts about Sri Lanka. But remember, one of his facts is a lie. So join me, Andy, and our other host, Tanner, in figuring out which one it is. Okay. I think it's good that you're inaugurating the Asian <laughs> Yeah, one. right. That yeah. seems only fitting, I yeah, think. Right. Okay. Yes. Wow, that's a lot of responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are here. You represent your entire continent. <laughs> right. Yes. Right. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay, so we're talking about Sri Lanka. We'll embark on an extraordinary journey okay. to this island nation. Great. Four big facts about this country. One of them, I made it up. But before we get going, where is Sri Lanka? South of India. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> well done. That's It's a little that's it's like teardrop-shaped it. yeah. island. Yeah. Let's do our PQQ, pub mm-hmm. quiz question of the week. Mm-hmm. It wasn't um, where is Sri Lanka. <laughs> <laughs> I can pass that one. <laughs> what is the capital of Sri Lanka? Is it Colombo? Yes and no. Colombo is no longer the capital. It was recently changed to Sri Jayawardenepurakotti. Great. Oh, that was my second guess. So they oh moved gosh. all the admin buildings oh. and everything. Colombo is still like, I mean, people still consider it the capital, but uh-huh. it's not the official okay. capital they of Sri Lanka. Wow. What was the name again? Sri Jayawardenepurakotti. Okay. Right. Okay. Just don't ask me to spell that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Wow. So you ready for the facts? Ready. Fact number one, Sri Mambo Bandar Naik, who served as the Prime Minister of Sri Lanka, was the world's first female Prime Minister. All right. Okay. I'm having flashbacks to our discussion of female leaders. Yeah, I, I did an episode long ago. It was like about things that there are fewer than 100 of. Oh, yeah, yeah. And female heads of state or government was one of them. And I do feel like I remember this. Sri Lanka was mentioned. Yeah. I have no strong opinion if it's true or false. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So Sri Lanka was ruled by the Portuguese, then the Dutch, and then the British. The country was granted independence from the British on 4th February 1948. Then it remained as a commonwealth and finally became a republic in 1972. So Srimavo Bandar Naike's husband, Solomon Bandar Naike, was the fourth prime minister of independent Sri Lanka. And he was assassinated in office in 1959. Okay. He was shot by a Buddhist monk. Oh, and what? Yes. So his wife, Srimavo, was then chosen as like the chairperson of the party. She had no background in politics. Mm-hmm. And then she became the fifth prime minister. Oh, because a prime minister it. is not elected by the people no. directly. Right. 
the party is elected by the Correct. people, and then the party picks the prime oh, minister. Yeah. Right. That's why whoever is the head of the party, right, in a way becomes the prime minister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that maybe yeah. is confusing too. Yeah. I mean, we people. should do an episode on like different government <laughs> systems. Oh, yeah, that yeah. would be fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Parliamentary <laughs> elections. Yeah. Exactly. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> So I guess the question there is: Was there someone before her, right? Because we have these dates and the history of her and her husband, right? It does seem like okay, she existed. Mm-hmm. This whole story soups didn't make up.、Mm-hmm. It's the fact. Going back、mm-hmm. to the fact,、mm-hmm. is that where the lie is? Was there somebody、right. else in some other country? Yeah. It's also one of those facts where you're like, who should know this? Yeah, this is this should be a well-known trivia thing. Yeah. So it's like, oh no, I'm not sure. Mm. It's a very easy. Just there's one other one.、Yep. Facts done. Yeah. So I think this one is not going to come down to can I remember? Because let's be real, we can't. <sighs> no.、Nope. It's going to come down to do the other ones sound more possible. That's it. So、yeah. we're going to have to hear more. All right. Fact number two: the word serendipity is said to have originated from serendip, which is an old name for Sri Lanka. Ooh, this is a fun one. Okay, so we're getting etymological. Serendipity is a really weird word. So first, Merriam-Webster defines it as the phenomenon of finding valuable or agreeable things not sought for. The word was coined by Horace Walpole, who was an English writer and politician. He was also a man of letters. He wrote some three thousand letters in his lifetime. Walpole was inspired by a fairy tale called the Three Princes of Serendip, which is an adaptation of the Persian poem Hushed Behisht. Serendip was actually an archaic name for Sri Lanka. Specifically, the Arabs gave them this name, okay, which actually came from the Sanskrit word Simhala Dwipa, which means the dwelling place of Lion's Island.、Oh. So when the Arabs were trading with Indians, that's how they heard this name. Okay. So Horace Walpole explained his creation in a letter dated January twenty eighth, seventeen fifty four. I once read a silly fairy tale called the Three Princes of Serendip. As their highnesses travel, they were always making discoveries by accidents and sagacity of things which they were not in quest of. Now, do you understand serendipity? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a pretty good explanation. Yeah, yeah. I'm obviously instantly skeptical、mm-hmm. because it sounds very much like a folk etymology. We had an episode on etymology where we talked about what a folk etymology is,、mm-hmm. because like words are actually pretty boring. So humans like to invent these stories of like, oh, it's from something else.、Mm-hmm. So I'm very skeptical on that. But at the same time, there are some words that are like this, where、mm-hmm. this story would be real.、Mm-hmm. One thing I was thinking is, I thought Sri Lanka had a different old timey name. Yeah. But I can't remember Ceylon. Correct. Yeah, Ceylon. Yeah, that's the name that the, the British, British. Yeah, yeah, gave them.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. right. It is a very colorful story, like with him writing the letter and the explanation and this fairy tale that they say and the name coming from many different peoples. Like, yeah, that sounds like a good story. Like you're saying, yeah, and the time period tracks.、Mm-hmm. So this would be in the same era as like Jonathan Swift and、mm-hmm. Voltaire. Like, it sounds very Candide. They're talking about like. Fantasy lands, and yeah,、stuff. and we know that many words like this,、mm-hmm. you know, Lilliputian and Panglassian,、yeah. like these words come from those stories,、mm-hmm. and we know that, right? So that makes this、sense. could be another one of those.、Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm thrown off a little bit by the ending, like how he made it into a itty because there are lots of itty words into a noun. Yeah, yeah. serendipity. So, 
Mm-hmm. Okay. But this word serendipity was obscure for a long time. Mm-hmm. It was rarely used. It only became famous in the 20th century. That's what's the other interesting thing about this is like if this guy made it up in a letter, well, then how did it get out into the world? You know, like he wrote yeah. it to one person. Did he use it that much? Was he talking? Well, I think it was in, like his, in the book he's saying. Yeah. That was a word he used in the book. And then yeah. he explained to his friend how he came up with this uh-huh. word. Right. Uh-huh. So like whenever someone says that they made up a word, I'm very skeptical because it's like, well, how does it spread that much? You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a very interesting story. I'm very skeptical of it. Yeah. And it's like also the trick of like, I could believe someone on the internet said this. Yeah. I've never heard the fairy tale. Never heard this name. So it's got Gulliver's Travels and Candide vibes. Yeah. So now I have sort of a frame here. The first one sounds more believable. The second sounds less. So let's hear the third. Yeah. Okay. Well, whenever we travel to Asia, it can be that we don't talk about food. Right. So, oh, yeah. 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 We're going to do a whole episode on food. <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> Have you had Sri Lankan food before? Just before I go on with this. I mean, fact? I don't think no. so. Okay. Fact number three. Chingri Macher Malai Curry is the national dish of Sri Lanka. A curry. Okay. A curry. That seems okay. Sure. Even though both India and Sri Lanka shared the same roots for cuisine. There's some mm-hmm. clear distinction between Indian and Sri Lankan curries. Okay. Mm-hmm. First is the generous use of coconut milk. Okay. Second, Sri Lankan curries are more broth-like. Okay. Indian curries are thicker. Oh, yeah. Okay. More yeah. sauce. Mm-hmm. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And then the spices that are used are different. In Sri Lanka, they use a lot more blended spice. In India, you use like cumin, coriander separately. Uh-huh. Right? Like oh, you put them. Okay. Yeah. So they just mix multiple and then cardamom. Mm-hmm. Uh, cinnamon mm-hmm. is the land of cinnamon. Sri yeah, Lanka. right. Yeah. So, Chingri Machar Malai Kari. Malai means clotted cream. Okay. Oh. It's a major ingredient for making desserts in the subcontinent. Chingri is used for both prawn and shrimp, but mostly refers to jumbo prawns. This is a rich coconut gravy made from coconut cream and coconut milk. And when you break down the words, Malai Kari literally means cream curry. Mm-hmm. This dish is cooked on all celebratory occasion and feasts, especially when the son-in-law visits his wife's family for the first time for dinner. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. I like the breakdown of the different words or yeah. the different parts of the words. Yeah. Because then it makes it easier for me to make sense So it's of basically it. shrimp cream curry. Yeah. 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 I was very surprised when you said the clotted cream. Yeah. Because I don't associate that with Asia so much. Like but milk like, Dairy products, exactly. yeah, especially yeah. Southern Asia, but it's not, it's coconut it's cream. coconut, coconut milk, milk, which makes wow. so much more sense, yeah. Malai is a generic word for clotted cream. It is also for cow. Okay. And this dish but is this made, one is the yeah, coconut, coconut version. Yeah, yeah exactly. that's, you can make mm-hmm. clotted cream with other it, milks, yeah, exactly. I suppose. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. I mean, the dish sounds very interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I would be pretty, su- actually, you know, now that I'm thinking, I'm like, Soups could have invented that dish. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Could have just made that dish up. I mean, it's sure. just creamy, coconutty shrimp. shrimp curry. Yeah. But also, those foods fit the cuisine of the region. Right. As far as I know, which is limited, but something. So, like, I don't know. Now I'm, like, thinking, I'm like, yeah. oh, man, Soups is a good cook. Yeah. You know? So, like, Soups could have made that up. Also sounds really good. It sounds good. like a real dish. I mean, like, I can't imagine that no one ever put shrimp and cream together in a curry yeah. before. So, yeah. like, that's tricky. Mm-hmm. And it's the big fact is that it is the national dish. Mm-hmm. So that's another area 
Mm-hmm. Where it's like, if we believe the dish is real and invented by Sri Lankans and not soups, yeah. there's still the question of, is it the national dish? Right. And if it isn't, is the national dish something that soups thinks we should know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a tall order. Yikes. <laughs> That's very tricky. But this mm. is the first one where I'm like, I could see where soups made something up. Mm-hmm. I would put this one on the skeptical scale. I would say this is in between the first two. I'm believing it more than the second one. Yeah. Would you eat that? Absolutely. I would eat. I would order that in a heartbeat. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. Might have to get some later today. Well, we could ask Soups to make it for us if he invented it. Get that recipe. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Um, So we're getting places now. We're learning Mm -hmm. a lot of things. Yeah. We have one more fact. Yes. All right. Fact number four. Sri Lanka switched to tea cultivation because their coffee plantations wiped out in less than a decade. Whoa. So I didn't even know Sri Lanka made coffee. If this fact is true, then it doesn't. Yeah. We all know about Sri Lankan tea. Yes. It's one of the top exporters of uh, tea worldwide, just behind China. And the fact that it's so much smaller than China really says a lot. Yeah. But yes, but Sri Lanka actually started out with coffee. Coffee was introduced to Sri Lanka by the Arabs. Mm -hmm. And then when the Dutch ruled the country, they sort of looked after the plantations. Mm -hmm. In the olden days, Sri Lanka exported almost 50,000 tons of coffee per year. But in 1869, Sri Lanka's coffee plantations suffered a new plant disease called coffee rust. As a result, the entire enterprise was destroyed in less than a decade. Jeez. So the first recorded tea plant in Sri Lanka was from 1824 when like the Britishers bought over a few leaves as like an experiment. Mm -hmm. It was non-commercial. Then they got some leaves brought in from Assam and Calcutta. And after the washout of the coffee industry, the country pivoted towards tea. A Scotsman named James Taylor, he was the pioneer. He sent the first shipment of Sri Lankan tea to the London Tea Auction in 1875. And by 1965, Sri Lanka became the world's largest tea exporter. And then China took over. So I'm glad we brought up tea. And I'm, I also appreciate that you couldn't talk about tea without dropping a little Assam mention. <laughs> 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 Gotta do that. <laughs> Gotta just drop that in there. <laughs> I like that. So like, it made perfect sense when it's like there was brought coffee to Sri Lanka because sure. that's exactly where it would grow well. Right. It's between the tropics. Yep. So it can grow coffee. Yeah. But then I was thinking, I was like, yeah, why have I never heard of Sri Lankan coffee? Yeah. I mean, I think now they must have some they do, they do have yeah. some, but now it's more like, what is it? Artisanal, Artisan, yeah, yeah, artisanal right, coffee. Right. They're not like a commercial. Yeah, uh, right. I mean, yeah, They're right. not a big name. Big business. In, yeah. yeah. And then so this story about like that timing, like in the 19th century, it's like that's when the British get in there and they're mm-hmm. like, tea, baby, mm-hmm. all the tea. <laughs> I mean, I don't have any reason to not believe this one. Right. To me, the fact that it was wiped out in a decade is kind of surprising, but also I know that plants can really get messed up when they're like a monoculture sort of right, thing. yeah. And I would expect they would be if they were brought in from one species. But the fact that it was then replaced by tea, I think is definitely true. Yeah, like that, that tracks. It's a tea producer like, now. That has we, to be true. Yeah, exactly. We know they do tea. So the story of how do you become such a giant in tea production? Mm-hmm. Well, if you got nothing else going on. Right. Yeah, so it could kind of make sense. But compared to the other facts... There's just, to me, so much less to question. I mean, literally, do we think Soup's invented an entire, like, 
coffee disease. A blight. Yeah. A blight upon all of coffee. And just is like, yeah. He hates Sri Lankan coffee that much. <laughs> yeah, right? He's like, yeah. He's like, I'm going to make up a fact it's about trash. It's it should trash. have been destroyed in the 1800s. <laughs> right? Like, so this is a very interesting, unbelievable fact. Yeah. But in a way that sounds truthful. Yeah. It's like one a, of those nuggets from history that's like, oh, wow. No way. Yeah. Like, I think it would be harder to invent this fact than yeah. to just say it. Hmm. I like this one. Tanner's really into the coffee one. I don't, oh, right. are you, we figured that. Are you surprised <laughs> at all? That's why I tried to cater to your interest. Yes. Uh, yes. Thank coffee, you. food, yes. you know. Okay. Well, wow. This was really informative, except you've been lying to us <laughs> about the wonderful country of Sri Lanka. So could you please repeat your four facts and then we will make our official guesses at which one we think is a lie. Sure. Fact number one, Srimavo Bandarnayake, who served as the Prime Minister of Sri Lanka, was the world's first female Prime Minister. Fact number two, the word serendipity is said to have originated from serendib, which is an old name for Sri Lanka. Fact number three, Chingri Machir Malai Kari is the national dish of Sri Lanka. And fact number four, Sri Lanka switched to tea cultivation because their coffee plantations wiped out in less than a decade. As skeptical as I am about etymologies and folk etymologies, I think that one might actually be real. Okay. Like that would be a really super impressive lie. Right. So he, he nailed that era. Is like that's exactly when they were like talking about Shangri-La. Exactly. Like made that's up fantasy places yeah. in Asia yeah. and writing these epic journeys on like you know, all these travelers going like to the moon yeah. or to all these fantastical places yeah. and inventing weird words, mm-hmm. which we actually still use. Mm-hmm. So it's either it's real mm-hmm. or Soups just stole one of those and is yeah. making up. And I think yeah. that's probably not what happened. Yeah, I really like that way of thinking. If it's not Serendip was this island, then it's like Nepal or Tibet. Like it's some other exotic place. Mm hmm. I think that would be the lie. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. I think that he invented that dish, though. Then you have to say it. What? You have to say the name of the dish. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so Come much. On. Okay. Chingri Machar Malai Curry. Mm-hmm. I think he invented that because okay. I know Soups, he's a good cook. He could invent a curry. And he knows we don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> just double check. Do you guys know? She like, no, you don't. And I was also like, okay, the way he just like ripped through that name of that word. Yeah. Like, I'm like, you were sitting and practicing this. Cause like, you don't speak Sinhala. I don't think like, what? It might have like, learned new things about soups. <laughs> so feel like maybe that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Feel like he invented that one. I think that he knows the name because it's the national dish of the neighboring country to his. Well, do you know Canada's national dish? Maple syrup? What's, yeah, Putin. Say, what's, Putin. what's, Putin. what's yeah. Mexico's national dish? You know what I mean? Like that <laughs> yeah. argument doesn't I'm, really I'm hold a lot of roasted by Mexicans <laughs> if I try to guess. You know what I'm saying though? Yeah. Like, I don't know if that's a great argument. Mm. Okay. Well, time to make your choices. That's right. That's my choice. Yeah. You okay. invented that curry. Okay, okay, you got the curry. I'm going with serendipity. Okay. See how serendipitous <laughs> yeah. this is. Okay, so let's start with the good news, which is that fact one and four are true. Great. Nice. All right. Shimavo, she was the world's first female, and then there was coffee plantation. So fact number three, 
is a lie. And actually, the lie was written all throughout the fact, as I was saying. First of all, <laughs> this dish exists. I did not make it up. Okay. It's one of my favorite dish. Like, okay. I would love to have invented this. But when I was describing curries, uh-huh. mm-hmm. I said Indian curries are thicker. Sri Lankan curries are more broth-like. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then when I described this, I said it's this coconut cream is thick. rich coconut gravy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm. So the reason why I could spell this dish so well, even though I don't speak Sinhala, because yeah. this is a Bengali dish. Okay, there we so go. that makes sense. There we go. So that's why I was like, that gave it away for me yeah. when yeah. you were like, he just says that like that's yeah. his mother tongue yeah. right yeah. there. You he's know what I mean? Because it's like he's not struggling. Like, I should have made through. it like harder for yeah. myself. Yeah, to, right. yeah. So, and it's like you're not from anywhere yeah. near Sri Lanka. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. Chingri Matsir Malikari is like a very traditional Bengali dish. Okay. The description and everything is right. true. And the other part is that these jumbo prawns are found in fresh water. Okay. Mm. That's why it's, so that's, like river shrimp. Uh, river shrimp. So not yes. on the island in so, the ocean. Yeah, not in the ocean. Mm. Yeah. So, Man, if yeah. I knew more about shrimp, I would have gotten that in a hot sec. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how to make it? Oh, yeah. okay. We well, can. I know what we're yeah. having. <laughs> well, first, you have to marry his daughter. Oh, right, <laughs> right, right. Okay. All right, great. Awesome. Cool. I should have known. I should have known. Thanks for listening to this episode of I Should Have Known. We'll be continuing exploring Asia the rest of the month. Next week, I will be your quiz master and I will be talking about dumplings. So if this episode made you hungry, get ready for that. This was just the Amu's bouche. And as always, thanks for listening. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Tear <Tanner's> face. <laughs> <laughs>